The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. All right, Zach, let the fun begin. The 2019 MHSAA playoffs are upon us. It is time for the opening round. Pre-districts are here. And we're here to give you guys all the picks, and we're going to break these games down. We're excited to get into it because we gave you a little bit. We gave you a taste the yeah. other day, and now we're going, to give you, we're going to give you the full thing. And if you want more, you can go back to our episode on Monday and take a listen to kind of how we thought about the way these games were laid out, how the season ended, what the season meant as far as you look at Dakota and Stevenson, how those two five and four teams made their way in. That's in our feedback on Monday. One more time, five Mac Red teams playing in four games this Friday, all games, Zach, seven o'clock Friday night. It's going to be a busy Friday. It's going to be a very busy Friday. Dakota is at Chippewa Valley. That is our Art and Jake's game of the week. Rochester Adams at Eisenhower. Davison at Romeo. And then Warren Mott at Stevenson. So the Mac Red is hosting all four of these games. The only one that has to go on the road is Dakota, but you could walk there. Yeah, exactly. This is still close by, but it's definitely not going to give them much of an advantage in that situation because uh, Chippewa Valley is a powerhouse of a stadium to play in, and you are definitely going to have those crowds rocking that place is going to be filled to the brim. So we're going to share our Heidebright Chevrolet playoff picks with you and always on Twitter, share yours with us also on our Facebook page. You can check us out there as well. Zach, let's jump right into it. Our Art and Jake's game of the week is Dakota at Chippewa Valley. This is a rematch. Half of these games are rematches. And this one to me, you talk about playoff games and their importance. Every game these two teams play, they could play in a parking lot. And it would feel like a playoff game. And so you add this onto it. This is the second year in a row they've met in the postseason. It was one round later last year. So in two years, Zach, they're going to play four times. Which I mean, is, it doesn't get any it better than that. And it, well, and it doesn't happen very often. And when they are two teams like this who do have such a storied rivalry between the this two. one of the best in the state. It's, it's exciting, you know. And now, you know, Chippewa Valley is going in with the edge, obviously. They won the matchup early on in the season. However, Dakota played one of the closest games that Chippewa Valley has seen all year. Who's the closest? It came down to one incomplete pass. Yeah. That was the difference between a win and a loss. Dakota had their chances at the end, for sure. So you know Dakota knows going into this that they have the potential to pull off this upset because it would be an upset, no doubt. Chippewa oh, Valley is the favorite. It would be a huge upset. The, they won 23 games in a row. Chippewa Valley is the favorite, I think, going into the entire playoffs. So You know what I said on Monday? You're always picking them. I already called it. Repeat. But, but Dakota, they will not be sold short here. This is going to be a great game. I mean, that rematch. I mean, you say you don't like the the Mac on Mac action early I, on I in just, the playoffs. I, well, I just don't want to see him cannibalize. It's not that I don't like this matchup. I just, I want the Mac red to go as far as possible. Sure. And this is, you could look at it one way as well. A Mac team is for sure going to advance. But on the flip side, one of them is going to be out. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. But gosh. How fun that we get oh, that I'm, first I'm, round. I'm stoked. I mean, I'm stoked. That, that's one of those. If you guys are going to be out anywhere, that's why we pick these Art and Jake's games of the week, because we want you guys to know 
where is the best place to be on Friday night. There's and no doubt this gonna, is it. That's going to be it. That's going to be wild. One of those instant classics. But they're already selling tickets online because they think it's going to be too wild at the gate. Uh, well, I don't doubt that. I'm surprised these two schools just don't take Friday off and just say, hey, prep for the game. Let's all just uh, meet out there and, and spend the day over at the stadium. I'm getting dropped in on a helicopter, so I don't have to worry. How'd you pull that one off? I don't, have to, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but I've decided I'm not going to park. That's, that's <laughs> it's fair. Gonna be, it's going to be wild. And look, Zach, one more time, despite my prediction on Monday's podcast, right, where I, I said Chippewa Valley is going to repeat, I believe they will. But despite that, this is the one that if you look at this bracket, this is the game that could flip everything on its head. I mean, if you're Belleville, if you're West Bloomfield, you're thinking, you know, we're the best team in this draw anyway. Who cares about Chippewa Valley? Sure. The defending state champs are 9-0, and but I think they're relatively vulnerable. I think Chippewa Valley is going to win this game. That's one of my Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff picks. It is Chippewa. Yeah, no, it, I know what you mean. Because the, the, the state champ, the defending champ, out. Yeah. That Just was- like that. I don't think it's going to happen, but it, to me, you asked me on Monday, what's the one? This is it. Yeah. This is the one that could change everything. See, when we were talking earlier, we said, you know, are you taking chip or are you taking the field? Right. And, you know, I think most people are going to take chip, but this game potentially has the possibility of being so close to that you could see the top seed drop in the first round. I mean, these are not unrealistic outcomes to talk about, but from my perspective, when you see what Chippewa Valley has done the longevity of this win streak, the how ability, they've how they've done it, their ability to step up when they need to. We talked about this. Yeah, you can stay close with Chippewa Valley, but at the end, they find a way to win. Whether they said it or not, the entire season, I think they were focused on the playoffs. Because I think they they knew coming in, they were going to be stronger than most of these teams. They were going to be deeper They're than most of these team. teams. They All they are, do is win five games. Right. That exactly. was going to happen. So we I knew think, that. I think going into it, there's going to be a new sense of urgency to let's show these guys what we're capable of. And we are going to, this game is going to be one in the first half. I'll tell you what, if chip gets out front and starts to run away, you know, it's over. We've seen that a few times, but it's interesting. You know, we've, we've made comments and I'm, I'm not accusing anybody of anything dastardly or, or even uh, inappropriate, but we've noticed that these games have been a little closer than maybe we thought they would be, save for the Romeo game, right? I mean, that game obviously was, that was a playoff game, right? I mean, right. that had the feel, that had the look. Yeah. Instant class. But I wonder if almost there is, you know, there are so much film these days. If there's almost like, um, if they are holding something back, they have something, not everything, but if they have something, if there's one more thing in that trunk that they can open and you go, whoa, yeah, I have not seen that I didn't yet. see that coming. I think you're right. I don't know what it is. And maybe it's nothing, but we know how deep they are. That's one of the things that makes Chippewa Valley so good. They have so many kids and they have so much talent, but that's one area where Dakota is the same. Dakota is a big program. Sure. One of the reasons I think Chippewa Valley is able to hold on at the end is because everybody else is tired. Yeah, no, I mean, you're I mean, right. I mean, especially the team. I mean, it's, it's different. Look at like an Anchor Bay where it's like double the program. Right. But even a team like Romeo. Yeah. Romeo's super talented, but it's just They're nobody small. is as deep. It's it's not as deep. It's a marathon and, and Chippewa Valley is always going to have the legs. And the other thing is that Chippewa Valley has the advantage of already seeing this Dakota team once before. You might be thinking if this was, let's say, Zach, that this was this Dakota team was outside of Chippewa Valley's conference. And this yeah. was the first time that they Davison. were seeing them. They're Davison. Let's say it's Davison. I think then you have a better opportunity to pull off that upset. I think the fact that Chippewa has already seen Dakota is more of a disadvantage for Dakota than it would be for Chippewa Valley. I I think that plays into their favor as well. The home field advantage, 
all those things, I still have to take Chippewa Valley in this situation. And this could be one of those that really surprises us where it's it's either going to come down to the wire like it did before or it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm also taking Chippewa Valley. Zach and I are in agreement in our Heidelbright Chevrolet playoff picks. The Art and Jake's game of the week, Chippewa Valley hosting Dakota. We're going to take a quick pause when we come back. So much more football to get to right here on the Mac Attack. With three locations in Southeast Michigan, Art and Jake's provides the community with the best dining experience. Whether you're looking for a quick lunch, dinner with the family, taking the kids out after their team sports, or drinks and cold beers with friends while watching the game, Art and Jake's has all you're looking for and more. Enjoy Art and Jake's delicious food with prompt and friendly service and a fun-filled family atmosphere. With over 70 TVs at each location, you'll catch all the sports action along with private TVs in the booth that'll help keep the young ones entertained. You'll see why Art and Jake's has become the go-to spot in Metro Detroit. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Art and Jake's. Zach, I think this next one is going to be one of the best games of the playoffs. You look at it from an equal standpoint, standing on equal ground, teams that have covered similar area to get to this spot. Rochester Adams, Eisenhower, they are both seven and two. I think this is my favorite pairing. Yeah. It's definitely one of those. I think if Dakota didn't, didn't hang so close with Chippewa Valley in that first game, I think we could have made an argument that this would have been the art and Jake's game of the week. All that aside, you're right. These two teams match up very evenly and it's the first time so far for the games that we're talking about that we're seeing a team outside of the Mac. We're seeing a team that we don't know as much about and Eisenhower doesn't have the advantage of matching up against Rochester Adams. But at the same time, I think that's what kind of makes it exciting from just a fan perspective that we're seeing two teams who are, did Adams win their division? No. Okay. Second place. Same as Eisenhower. So these are, these would, these would be two very evenly matched up teams. No, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Rochester Adams finished in third place behind West Bloomfield and Lake Orion. Adams basically was Romeo in that they lost only to Lake Orion and West Bloomfield. Gotcha. The two teams directly above them. Two very strong teams though, regardless that's going to be a good game. Absolutely. And to that point, when I look at Davison, who is, man, they have got some kids that can play. That offense is high octane. But I look, and, and what do I know about the Saginaw Valley League Blue, right? That's we know Lapeer beat Davison, but then you have Flint Powers, Grant Blank, Flint Carmen Ainsworth, Saginaw Arthur Hill, Flint. I mean, these are smaller type schools. I don't know how to read that, but I do know how to read the OAA. I know sure, how to read yeah. the OAA red. Right. Rochester Adams is in the best division in the OAA. These two teams have played similar schedules all year long. Yeah. I still think the Mac is the power, but the OAA is right there. You could definitely make that argument. No doubt. I, I would mean, push it, back, it, but it, you would be, you would have merit. If it flip flops from year to year too. I mean, we're, we're not always seeing the same powerhouses come out of the Mac red year in and year out, even though it's pretty damn close lately. Last year it was OAA on Mac in the state title game. And we're getting some of those games out early this year. By the way, Clarkston missed the playoffs. It was a shocker. Did they really? Did. Well, you know, it's one of the... Streak snapped. So what, do you know what their record was by chance? I do know what their record was. It was three and six. Ah, yeah. There's no chance of making the playoffs at that point. No. This game, two powerhouses, no doubt. I mean, this is one of those where I wish I knew a little bit more about the opponent so I could make a more informed decision. The only thing that Ike has going is I feel like they're just on a hot streak right now. They're playing some of their best football that we've seen. Ike is on a hot streak, and their defense is just superior to me in, in almost every way to 
everybody. I mean, if you're Eisenhower, you have to look out for guys like Anthony Petrito or Carter Ferris. You're going to see a lot of those two guys offensively. Ferris, the quarterback, Petrito's a, a running back wide receiver. They seem to be able to put him anywhere. But I mean, if this game comes down to Eisenhower playing defense, like I'm taking Eisenhower. So Eisenhower needs to continue to bring that pain on defense. Let the offense fill in the gaps right? Whatever the defense does, the offense has to respond, right? If the defense is holding you to six points, you need seven. If the defense gives up 14, you need 15. That's it. Let me ask you this. We've seen such good defense out of Eisenhower lately, but we've also seen their offense ramp up. Absolutely. Where do you see this game falling? Do you think we're going to see points get put up here? Here's the thing, and I am a little shallow on Adams' defense. They played pretty well, but again, when you're looking at teams like Lake Orion and West Bloomfield, it's, it, the things become much more difficult. But I mean, I think Rochester Adams hung like 60 points on Rochester to oh, start okay. the season, but you know, Rochester's not a top-tier program. I think that Eisenhower is going to put up some points. And I think Adams is going to struggle to a certain extent to establish enough to win. My Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff pick is Eisenhower. The defense, defense travels. I know they're at home, but in the playoffs, this is when that defense, you can cash those chips in. I, I really think yeah. this is it. Well, you know, you say it's the battle of the presidents here and Adams and yes. I, I like Ike. I mean, that's going to be yeah. mine on this we get one. A, can we get a pin? Yeah, yeah. right. I'm, I'm going to go with Eisenhower as well. I mean, I'm looking at that uh, first game of the season that they played against Brother Rice. Rice, where they, uh, this, the 6-0 loss. And I think Ike keeps it close again. I think it's another close game like that where not a lot of offense is being put up, but I think their defense shuts down Adams. And I think that you see going back to that first game, they're going to be on the other end of that result. I think they're going to pull off the win and maybe only put up two or three scores, but I think they're going to really shut down that Adams offense. That's what I'm expecting from Ike along the rest of the season, because I mean, it's not going to be an easy road to get to this game's going to be tough. Yeah. This game's going to be tough. And then they potentially could match up with Romeo down the road, which I'd love to see that rematch, but a lot of things got to happen beforehand. Yeah. I think you look at what the offense has done. Rastig and co have done the way Chris Smith has that offense going in step with the defense. Almost. It would be very difficult to pick. Otherwise we're going to take one more pause. When we come back, Davison and Romeo, I got to tell you, Zach, this one's super interesting. It is more Mac attack next. Heidebright Chevrolet is proud to sponsor the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. Your friends at Heidebright know what it takes to field a winning team. Good luck to all Mac Red playoff qualifiers for Northern Macomb County's only locally owned and operated car dealership. Owners Kurt Heidebright and John Boyce are lifelong Bulldogs, but their support of high school sports extends to the entire Mac Red area. Heidebright Chevrolet has all pros at every position, from the all-new Silverado and Blazer to the top-selling Equinox and Traverse, plus a reliable pre-owned vehicle for everybody budget, superior service, and the area's highest rated body shop put Heidebright at the top of the standings. Visit Heidebright Chevrolet at RomeoChevy.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Two games to go. We've gotten through Chippewa Valley, Dakota, Eisenhower, and Adams. Now, Romeo hosts Davison. This is our second straight seven and two matchup. And this is really interesting matchup. Davison, man, they could score. And you look at a guy like Brendan Sullivan. I mean, he is a junior quarterback that's already starting to rack up 
Mac type offers. You look at Eastern Central. I mean, this kid has 28 total touchdowns. He's 74 of 100 passing. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's, that, that's 74%. A, that's great. You Latrell, don't see that in high school. No. Especially it, when you're throwing that much. It's not like he only threw 50 passes right. and has that those stats, you know? Latrell Fordham, 13 rushing touchdowns, 11 receiving touchdowns, big time target. What concerns me about that, Zach, for Romeo is that Romeo is best when you run it straight at them, and that's that's not going to happen. Romeo's going to get tested on the edges. And I don't mean on the edge of the line. I mean, like, out wide. They're going to have to play excellent pass defense, and that's hard in high school football. It's hard. Well, not only that, though, those are those kind of games where it can come down to just a couple plays, where one or two bombs that they throw out there. This team can hit the home run. Yeah, they, absolutely. they do that a couple times, and all of a sudden, if they've got Romeo on their back early, you don't want to have to come from behind in, in a playoff game like this. I think Romeo's defense has to be stellar here. They have to really be the all-stars of this game because I think their offense is capable of putting up points, even though what we've seen from from Davison in, in most of their league games, they are shutting teams down. We're talking two different leagues here. They're not playing the same caliber of opponents that Romeo is seeing week in and week out. And we know Romeo is solid, but this is one that does make me nervous. I think I'm most nervous for Romeo out of all of these other I am too. games where I think it's I one of too. those... I think we all expect Romeo to win. And it's one of those things where, like I said, a couple big plays, a couple standout plays from this quarterback of, of Davison and the ball game completely changes. Luckily though, Romeo will be at Barnabo and we all know they perform yeah. well at home. You look at Davison and you know, they're in, as I mentioned, they're in the Saginaw Valley league blue, which there's white and blue in the Saginaw Valley, but it seems to me that they're actually grouped by location because the other ones are like Midland and Mount Pleasant. That would be a hike from Davison, I would think. Yeah. But, but that still happens regardless. Davidson, Davison, Davison, David I know Davison, they stepped out and played De La Salle. So now we're talking about, to me, I've said it before, Catholic league, Mac, OAA, Those that's your, your consistent yep. De La Salle went five and four, but they still beat Davison. No problem. 22, nothing. Yeah. I'm not doubting the abilities of Davison and their playmakers. I just, I have to wonder when they step into uh, this, to me, this would be your best comp. Yeah. As far as De La Salle and Romeo. Sure. Right. And it just Davison didn't have it, but I am concerned, Zach. I am. I, and, Romeo's going to just going to be tested. And to their and and to Romeo's advantage, like you said, when they did when Davison did get out there and play the De La Salles of the world, they did not perform. It didn't look like the games that they were used to in their league play. So I think that definitely bodes well for them. But for Romeo, I mean, it's one of those if they play Romeo football, this game's not going to be an issue. But you know, we've seen them go up against teams like you know the, those games that we thought were going to be a little more competitive, the Port Huron Northerns, because yep. or Gross Point. South. These were all games all and teams, teams that we talked about being in those crossovers where where we said this is going to be a close game. But then Romeo proved us wrong. I mean, Romeo proved that they will go out there and they will beat those teams. So I'm hoping that we see the same results here because I, I'd love to see another Mac team progress out of this first round. And because we love talking about him and we and we love what they're doing right now. You you take away that Ike loss and that close game that they played with Chippewa Valley that could have gone either way. And you're talking about a team that is going to sit back and say, give us a second shot because we may still be the best team in the red. They're not going to fall short on that. So with all that being said, this is the reset. Like you've said, this you've is been thinking for a couple episodes. This is the reset. And, and Redeem yourself here, all Romeo. of these Mac red teams have a chance to rehash this. That's going to be my Heidebright Chevrolet 
parlay pick for this game. I got to go with Romeo. I can't go against him. It'll be my pick as well. I'm also taking the Bulldogs. And look, Zach, for Romeo, the recipe is always the same. I'm concerned about Davidson's offensive ability. So Romeo has to run the ball, control the clock, keep the football out of the hands of the Davidson offense. Your best defense in this game is your offense and your ability to run the football. That's it. If Romeo can run the ball, they win this game. Well, we all know the quote, though. Offense wins games, defense wins champions, championships. And that's where well, I don't Romeo's think Davidson's defense has it. No, exactly. And but Romeo's does. And that's a great thing. We got so many good games this first round. I mean, it's it's kind of unbelievable how this all matched up because I can't pick one game that's going to be a clear, decisive winner. I think everybody's going to have a very tough opponent in the first round for these Mac Red teams that they're matching up against. And maybe the trickiest one, Zach, is the one we haven't talked about yet. Ah, the rematch. The rematch of last week. We just saw this, guys. We just saw this, people. Stevenson beat Warren Mott on a last second, no time left field Field goal. goal. 20 to 23. I've said it before. I don't, I don't love this. I just, it's the proximity. I just wish these two teams hadn't played last week, spread but it out a little bit. It is what it is. Because it is. now you kind of go into the, the whole mindset of, you know, well, these teams are very close record wise. They're very, they match up very well. You're thinking if it is a coin flip, what are the odds that I win that coin flip twice in a row? And Warren Mott, the odds might be in their favor on this one just because Stevenson barely squeaked by with a win. And that you talk to anybody, that game could have gone either way. Yeah, a high school kid made an almost 40-yard field goal. Like doesn't happen. You see That's those rare. misses, you see those misses in college far more than you should. All the time. And so, yeah. So here's my question, because we don't have to break this down too much. We literally just saw it. <laughs> we talked about but it. The question is, do we expect it to go the same way? And what I mean is, is it gonna be just like it was last time where they're neck and neck, neck and neck, or is one of them going to be able to make the adjustment? That's what this game comes down to to me, Zach. Which team makes the adjustment? It was so close. Yeah. One team needs just one click to the left or one click to the right. Who makes that adjustment? And whoever does, because I mean, gosh, you don't need film. You you were there. Zach, this is really hard to say because I mean, you you saw this game come down to a field goal last, last week, and this was when Steven was literally fighting for their playoff lives. They needed that win to remain relevant for playoffs. So they're only in this position because they won last week. But they won't be here next week if they don't win this one. True, but where where is that mindset now? You had to lay everything out on the line just to keep your season alive, and they didn't come and impressively take it to Warren Mott. They but Mott's a good by. team, though. Mott is a good team. We I, I picked them, actually, over Stevenson uh, for our picks of the week that we week. we both I, do that? I think we may have. I think we both took Mott. So, I mean, with that being said, said, I'm not going to go against Stevenson again. I'm going to give my pick to Stevenson this week just because it fooled me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Right. So now, like we said, I hate to sound like a broken record, but we're hitting that reset button. So guys, you are O and O. You have your chance to solidify your spot in the second round of the playoffs here. And they're looking at potentially a matchup between Dakota or yeah, Chippewa get, Valley. I mean, you'll get another rematch. You'll get another you rematch. Win. You're staying on track with teams that, you know, so I'm giving it to Stevenson, but gosh, I really have to, this is the one that I don't know. It could have been another coin flip. I think it's going to be close again. I think you're going to see the next big play wins the game. Winning two weeks in a row against the same team is incredibly difficult to do. This is a huge moment for Stevenson. We talk about program advancement and, and you know, there were times when this team won one game, two games, but then you go back even further. This team won seven games eight games in the regular season. This team used to be a power and they have a chance to take another step, two steps in the same season, right? Last year, winning record. Great. This year, playoffs, 
throwing a playoff win. Yeah. Throwing a playoff win. Yeah, that's taking solid. Stevenson. And I, and I wouldn't mind them seeing, you know, another Mac team. Those would both be teams that beat them in the regular season, no matter how that game shakes I mean, up. We, so you get a second shot. In the district, we could have Chippewa and St- Chippewa or Dakota and Stevenson and Romeo and Eisenhower. We'd have four playoff teams with two games to talk about. Is this Christmas? I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like if for two guys doing a podcast I mean, about Mac Red football, it couldn't have shaken up better if we tried. No, it could had nothing to do with this, no. by the way. Let's recap our Heidelberg Chevrolet playoff picks. In the Art and Jake's game of the week, we have Chippewa over Dakota, Eisenhower over Rochester Adams, Romeo over Davison, Stevenson over Mott. All of these games, seven o'clock on friday if you're there as always get us that info we love it because you know what there's you guys are great when we're doing those shows on saturday morning it's very hard to get information for games that we're either not at or not listening to in some way shape or form so the information you guys provide us sometimes that's all we have to go off of for our saturday morning conversation so we are really relying on that i mean it helps us out tremendously and now that it's the playoffs Hopefully more people are out. If you got people who want to know the wrap up, tell them about the Mac attack podcast, get it in their feed. We can be on iTunes, Spotify. As soon as that new show goes up, you guys will get it in your feed. And how easy is that? Just like a newspaper. I say it every day. We're back in your feed on Saturday. We'll have a wrap of the pre-district round. Again, all games, seven o'clock Friday night. Get out there and enjoy it. It gets no better than this. Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack Podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.